Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press, Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Richard. Today, we'll discuss the case Southwick v. State, 701-SW2D-927, Texas Court of Appeals, 1985. This is another case involving what they call an obscene device. What happened here? Let me read from the case. Quote, A jury found the appellant guilty of the promotion of obscene devices in violation of Texas Penal Code annotated Section 43.23 Vernon Sup 1985 and assessed his punishment of six days confinement and $750 fine. We affirm, end quote. Affirming is bad. I don't like this law, like I've said before. Let us continue. It says, quote, In August 1984, two Houston police officers entered a newsstand in southwest Houston. The police officers proceeded to the rear section of the newsstand where sexually explicit material was sold. There, the officers observed that the appellant standing behind the glass counter in which some 47 obscene devices were openly displayed. The officer observed the appellant, who was the only employee in the store, making several sales of magazines. Then, without making a purchase, the officers arrested the appellant for promotion of obscene devices and seized all the obscene devices contained in the glass container. The officers did not have a warrant for the appellant's arrest or for the search and seizure of the contraband. End quote. How do the officers feel about themselves? Did they do this out of a desire to be a hero? They're not heroes. Did they do it reluctantly? If so, they're still wrong. Nobody made them do this. They did it. Whether out of extreme desire or whether out of a reluctant desire. Either case, they're not heroes. They're bad. The appellant, let's, let's continue, quote, The appellant was charged by information with possessing with intent to sell six obscene devices described in the indictment as three auto sucks and three penis pumps. At trial, the officer testified about the use of device of each device basing their testimony on their experience in the vice division of the Houston Police Department, end quote. Have anyone out there used these devices, these auto sucks or these pumps? If you have, let me know. Particularly if you used it in Texas. This appellant is trying to invoke the First Amendment. Good job. Way to go. He says, it says, quote, He argues that the obscene devices are within the ambit of the First Amendment of the United States Constitution, and that because such devices are constitutionally protected, there must have been a prior judicial determination that devices were probably obscene. We conclude, contrary to the appellant's contention, that the obscene devices are not within the constitutional protection afforded by the First Amendment. We base our conclusion largely on the holding of the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals. They said a case affirming a conviction for possession of obscene devices against a First Amendment challenge in its later pronouncement of the law in Hoyle v. State. See also York v. State. End quote. They put the First Amendment here in lowercase letters. First Amendment is something I almost always, if not always, put in capital letters. It's worthy of putting in the uppercase. I don't like their decision. 
I don't like it here. They do state the following quote, but the court made a clear and explicit distinction between protected material, such as films and magazines and obscene devices such as dildos. End quote. They were talking about a case. Now, I am most concerned with films and magazines, but obscene devices go with this. Because in Texas Obscenity Code, obscene devices are along with the magazines. So, whether or not the obscene devices are protected by the First Amendment, or any obscenity is, we still got to fight for it all. They also say, quote, We accordingly hold that obscene devices do not fall within the protection afforded by our federal or state constitutions, end quote. Well, they should. They also say, quote, Again, the appellant primary, primarily relies on cases involving obscene materials within the ambit of the First Amendment. Since we have decided that obscene devices are not within the constitutional protection afforded by the First Amendment, we need not discuss those cases, end quote. Well, I very well might read some of those cases because I love reading these cases. They conclude, quote, The judgment of the trial court is affirmed, end quote. Boo! Boo, boo, boo. There was some philosophy in one of the concurring judges. Justice Levy is his name. He says, quote, It seems at first blush almost absurd to claim that the promotion of obscene devices is the form of communication that is entitled to draw to its protection the First Amendment of the Federal Constitution. Implicit in the history of the First Amendment is a rejection of obscenity as utterly without redeeming social importance. All ideas have... Even the slightly redeeming social importance, unorthodox ideas, controversial ideas, even ideas hateful to the prevailing climate of opinion, have the full protection of the First Amendment. End quote. We've discussed this before here. Even if obscene devices do not relate to obscene material, I still want them protected. And this judge, Justice also says, quote, In short, I have severe misgivings in upholding Section 43. 23, because of the history of legislation dealing with obscenity, profanity, or libel show such legislation to be inimical to unfettered and robust expression. I would like to give the broad sweep of the First Amendment full support inasmuch as I have the conf same confidence in the ability of our people to reject obscene devices and noxious literature as I have in their capacity to sort out the truth from the false in philosophy, politics, theology, economics, or any other field. And I think that the state in its penal code should be concerned with antisocial conduct not with utter utterances or impure thoughts. The law must draw a distinction between a criminal act and yielding to a vice. End quote. And he also says, quote, The issue cannot be resolved merely by saying that obscenity is not protected by the First Amendment. End quote. He doesn't go all the way out to help our case here, but these are valid considerations worthy of thought and they do bring forth some ramifications so what do you think about this trial what do you think about obscene devices how will you advance the first amendment freedom of speech and third parties today long live the first amendment and free speech goodbye